Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Admissions Department podcast. Uh, let's admit it. I think a couple of weeks ago, I think I mentioned that I was going to stop saying welcome back to the, uh, inter- the the Admissions Department podcast for the Admissions Department at Boise Bible College. We call it Let's Admit it. Like that super long-winded thing. I think I said I was going to stop doing it, and I never stopped. So, so, so sorry about that. Today... We have a special guest, uh, as I said last week, with Logan Steinbaugh. We are sitting down with our very first student, Angie. Hello. Hello. Angie, um, so you are, you are one of our international students. We're going to yes. talk about that a bunch. Um, but just to give you an idea, um, really quick right off the bat, um, where are you from? I am from a Caribbean island called Haiti. You are from Haiti. I, and you know... So I grew up in a small farming town called Soda Springs, Idaho. Um, great place to leave. And uh, up until I think I was like a sophomore in high school, I couldn't even point to Haiti on a map. And so I come to college and- <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. come here and you know we've got people from Haiti, which I just think is the coolest thing <laughs> in the world. So, yeah. all right. So um, listener, as you know, we start these off with just an opportunity for you get to, you, you good grief. It's been one of those days for you to get to know the person that I'm talking to. So um, you're from Haiti. What in the world got you interested in a little itty bitty Bible college in Boise, Idaho? That is a great question because <laughs> um, at first I was looking, I graduated in 2016. Mm-hmm. And so I have been college searching like with my parents and stuff but it was all in the east coast because all my family members all my friends they all live in the east coast so i never imagined <laughs> coming all the way to idaho <laughs> this was a big move yeah. for me so um the way i heard about boys bible college was actually through icom oh and really so that's how i got connected international um, conference on missions yes yeah. yes and um mr mr devault is actually the first person interesting uh, he called me all, like from here all the way to Haiti, like directly Man. on my phone. And we spoke for like about 30 minutes. Mm. And so that's what, I was like, wow, this is great. I yeah. never had a college do that. And so I applied immediately. Yeah. Which, uh, which icon was that? Where was it? That was 2018. I'm not sure exactly. I think that was, was I want to think that was in Illinois. Yeah, I think it was. Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. That was 2018. Man. I, I think, I think going to ICOM is probably one of the things about being a student that I absolutely miss the most. Yes, I love it. It's such a doggone cool experience. (laughs) So you, you, you have this big long phone call with David DeVolt and you decide Boise Bible College, here we go. What was the travel like from, from there to here? Oh, the travel, I mean, I'm used to traveling Mm -hmm. by myself, but that was the first time I I had to travel so far away by myself. Mm -hmm. I usually have um, either my parents with me or my sister. Yeah. Um, so I was by myself and it was like the whole trip in total, like including layovers and everything was like 23 hours. <laughs> and so, yeah. So it was, I mean, it was fun. The yeah. only thing it was staying overnight. I tried not to fall asleep at the airport mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm by myself. Yep. Yep. And so I don't want to miss the plane. So I had to stay up all night. That yeah. was the only hard part about it. <laughs> so. You know, 
it's funny you mentioned that. So um, just really fast, like I said, we had Logan Steinbaum last week, and he had an experience at an ICOM where he and David Hamilton, who were the only people on that flight, their flight got canceled. Oh, no. And so they had to spend an entire night in a in an airport. And I remember sitting and... Uh, and watching their their Snapchat stories, and it was just absolute chaos. So, probably for the best that you didn't, you know, fall asleep right in the middle of some yeah, some is. rando airport. Yeah. Yeah. So you come to college. You've been living on campus the entire time? Question mark. Yes. What's that been like? It's been awesome. Like everyone here. Like I was so. I don't know what I expected, but. I don't know. It was just everybody's so nice. Like once I came, I remember I came like the day before classes were supposed to like on the Sunday, right before Monday classes. And so um, everyone, all the students, the RAs, they were so helpful. Mm. They helped me move in. Uh, I was I didn't get a chance to be here during orientation. Sure. But um, Grace, Ashley and like some other students, uh, they they helped me and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. I made some really great friends. It's one of those things that you can talk about how good the the community of the campus is. Yes. But man, you gotta it's one of those things you just gotta you almost have to experience it to really to really be able to understand yes. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, so Angie, I have to apologize. Uh <laughs> I give I give our guests um mm-hmm. a sheet of paper with all the questions mm-hmm. and I'm looking on I'm looking at it. And I put the wrong thing. Oh no! <laughs> On number three, I, I that the first sentence of that that is from Logan's second okay. second half of it's totally fine. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just looking at that. I'm like, oh no, I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, so um, we're gonna we're gonna jump in. Um, so you are one of our international students. Um, I think right now, gosh, we have I think we have like three or four right yeah. now, something yeah. like that. Um, we've got we've got quite a few who are looking at coming as soon as the embassies open back up, which yeah, has yeah. just been a boy. That's been a that's been a, <laughs> yeah, a ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, but t- today we just want to hear from you know what the international process is like from you know an international student. So um, I'm going to have you just have a story time. What was the what was the application like? What was the getting here like? You've already talked about that a little bit. But what's that? What I mean, what has that been like for you? Um, so it, it's compared to U.S. citizens. Um, I think U.S. citizens' college application goes by pretty fast, mm-hmm. but international students, we have like way more things that we have to submit, and so it takes a little bit longer. For me personally, I'm gonna go into kind of a story time. For Please me, do. so I, I remember I apply. I started applying in November of 2018, and I finally got accepted all the way. I think it was like May or June, and the reason for that was because like I had a lot of delays because of mm. right um, at that moment there were a lot of like political unrest Got back it. home, yeah. and so I couldn't get to the embassy. The embassy was closed. I couldn't like um, there were a lot of things I couldn't do, and so it kind of slowed down the process for yeah. me. That's why I even got to school a little bit late, like a, a week later than um, people normally arrive on campus, and so. It, but other than that, it was great. Right now, my sister is currently yeah. applying, and yeah. so I'm happy about that. And so for her, it's going by smooth since I went through the process, mm-hmm. and so I already know what to expect. Kind of the trailblazer of the family. Yeah, so I helped her out. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah. So they, overall, would you say smooth, bumpy? Sounds like the beginning of it was a little bit of, uh, a little tumultuous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
well, we're, I mean, we're glad we, you got here. Yes. You know, yeah. we're looking forward to having your sister here as well. So, um, kind of building off of that a little bit, um, and, you know, feel free to have story time yes. more if you want. Yeah. Um, if you had to, if you had to boil it down, um, whether it's, you know, the, the long, what would you say? What would you say? 26 hours of travel? It was 23 hours. 23 hours. Yeah, yeah. No, so three hours less. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's that or it's, you know, the, the classes or anything, what has been the most challenging part of this entire process? And then flip side of that, um, just tell me about some of the most rewarding things that you've experienced. Okay. So for the challenges, um, since, I came here, I graduated, you know, like four years ago. And so I came here as like an adult in my 20s. And mm -hmm. so I I wasn't as homesick as like an 18 year old would be. Sure. So it, that part wasn't that bad. Like the first couple of weeks, I was like really missing my family. But after that, I was pretty, I was mm -hmm. pretty fine. The biggest challenge for me was um, during during quarantine mm. when everybody had to leave campus and but yeah. I stayed on campus and so it was like empty and so at that moment I was honestly I kind of envied a lot of the students because they mm. got to go home to their families and I couldn't be with my family so I was on FaceTime with them like eight nine hours a day <laughs> every day <laughs> so it was kind of like yeah. they were with me so that was like my biggest challenge sure and so for the reward um so I would say my biggest reward would be like the new friends I got to make. Mm. Like, there are I made a lot of great friends who I I wouldn't have met if I if I didn't come here. And so, mm. yeah, yeah, um, th man, that this year has just been <laughs> it's been a mess. Yeah, it's been a <laughs> yeah, huge. I mean, we've we've made the best of it what we can, and mm -hmm. you know, uh, but it has just been one gut punch after another, which. Yeah. That quarantine brings me to my next question, which is that you were one of our esteemed camp reps yes. last summer. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, you know I, I graduated from this college, and so I've known about the camp rep program for, gosh, like eight years now. And uh, when I was a student, we always had a week where it was just uh, chapel was camp rep week. You know, mm -hmm. you got to hear camp rep stories. Um, the admissions department had their pitch to get people to apply for the camp rep program, all that stuff. And I remember listening to the stories. I'm like, man, that sounds, <laughs> whew. You're driving, you know, a couple couple hundred miles and you're doing a full camp. And then you're, yeah. I mean, it's super rewarding, um, but challenging. Yep. Then we had the summer of 2020 <laughs> and, oh man, oh yeah, man. Yeah, so what was that like for, for your, what, what was that like for you? Yeah, old man is a is a really good way to summarize it. <laughs> it was uh, like going into the summer, I that's what I expected it to be mm. the way it turned out. So it wasn't a surprise for me. But um usually I hear camp reps usually go to like about eight camps I mm -hmm. think per summer. Yep. But my partner and I we we only went to two camps. Yeah. Um so it, I mean it was a lot of fun. These two camps it's like it's like it made up for all the other camps that I missed because yeah. they were so fun. Which of the two did you go to? Remind me. I went to the first camp we went to was Pleasant Valley, oh, okay. which is in Washington. Yep. And then the second one was um, Real Life in okay. oh. um, Northern Idaho. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. And the, there were a lot of students. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that really made up for the rest yeah. of the camps because there were so many students. Real Life. Yeah. Real Life is one of those that, like, 
man, you missed out on some students the rest of the summer, but we yeah. will fill <laughs> we will fill fill that bucket up. Yeah, for I think it was about like four hundred yeah. students, <laughs> middle schoolers. Yeah, that's near uh, Sandpoint. Isn't it Sandpoint, Idaho? Do you know where that is? Oh, uh, I'm not really sure. I think it's, I mean, it's it's way, 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 way north. Beautiful area. Yeah, yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Pleasant Hill, um, obviously a little bit smaller than, than real life, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that you guys at least got to go out and do some things. Yes, there was, yeah, I was man, really Because there was like a, a couple of weeks there where it was changing almost yes. by the hour. Yeah, I remember we would be in meetings and we're um, like, each partners were they were like trying to like write emails to different camps. Mm-hmm. Remember, as we're sitting there, and then another camp would cancel oh, on the spot, and we're yep. like, "Oh, never mind. We don't need yep. to send this email anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and and then, then you guys were you guys were such doggone troopers. I remember yeah. there was, I mean, we had I think like, well, we we had like in person camp rep meetings. I think yes, because I got hired in February. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of in-person camp rep meetings, and then all of a sudden it was all on Zoom. And on it's like, Zoom, yeah. <laughs> our guys, we're going to get through this. We're yeah, gonna figure it was a it big out. transition. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, I don't know if I've, I've said it specifically yet, but I know I, I alluded to it. Um, the whole point of today's podcast, like I said, we've got a couple dozen uh, international applicants who are, who are working their way through the admittedly longer process. And so... Um, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, international applicants, uh, you know, you people who are uh, <laughs> applying from the states, you know, mm-hmm. you've got your your essay, your minister recommendation, you've got yep. your your online application. <laughs> these these international yeah, applicants, not for man, us. <laughs> there's a couple more things. Uh, so you didn't have to take the TOEFL exam because no, no. Haiti uh, English is their number one language, but well. You know, English, well, French is our number oh. one. But, um, well, yeah. I, I apologize. I'm showing my ignorance No, 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 it's, it's bit, fine. But, <laughs> but um, the reason why, like, um, I had emailed Mr. DeVille because ever since I was, like, in pre-K till, mm-hmm. hi, till I graduated high school, I've always been in the um, in the English-speaking school. Okay. And so that's why my English is, you know. Do so you good. speak French? Yeah, I speak French, Creole, and English. You, you're you <laughs> trilingual? I yes. had no idea. Yes. <laughs> Holy catfish. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So um, in French, I'm not super fluent in, like, speaking it, but I could, sure. like, understand, and I could read it. I could do everything. Work your way through a conversation if yeah, you had yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creole, is that the... Creole. Oh, what yeah, is that? Creole is the main language, yeah. Oh, okay. So, Creole is the main language, and then French is, like, the second language. Man. Kind of. Yeah. And so... I'm going on yeah. a whole, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that I'm doing this partially for the benefit of our listeners, but I'm just enjoying, like, yeah. hearing all this, because I yeah, had yeah. no clue that you were... <laughs> so, funny thing is that, like, my friends, every time... Like, sometimes I'll be talking, and then I'll just, like, stop in the middle of my sentence. I'm, t- I'm like, I forgot that word. I'm just like, sorry, <laughs> forgive me, because, like, I have, like, three languages floating in my head. Like, sometimes I... Because when I speak to my family, yeah. we speak in a mix of Creole and mm. English. And yeah. so sometimes, like, we would forget a word in either English, and, and then we say in Creole. Yeah. So, like, when I'm speaking to my friends here, I can't do that. Yeah. And so I have to really think about... I'm just like, I forgot that word in English. Have you ever, have you ever caught yourself doing it? Have you ever caught <laughs> yourself bleeding yes. in between different languages yep, yep, yep. sometimes Man. i would forget and i'll say something in korea i'm just like oh never mind yeah. they don't understand <laughs> you know danny harrod who is the uh international uh, sorry the professor of intercultural studies yes he's great um he is great there have been <laughs> but i took i think i took like two or three classes with danny and there was mm. one day where he just like walked up to the front of class and he started like speaking in Swahili. Swahili yes. And I'm like, I'm like, Danny, I don't know if you, none of us know what you're saying, <laughs> but there, yeah, there'll be times, you know, we'll have 
uh, Missions Emphasis Week. One mm-hmm. of the best best weeks on campus. I mean, yes. this place is just decked out in yeah. different flags, <laughs> flags and different uh, like stations with information and whatnot. Um, and I think one of the coolest evenings of the night is mm-hmm. um, uh, one voice. One voice. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. One voice uh, will have. When I was a student here, we had five different cultural groups yeah. represented. They'd come in and they would lead worship in this chapel. And it's the coolest doggone it, thing. It was so cool. Yeah, I remember um, this year. That was before like COVID, and mm-hmm. we had to shut down. And so like I'm glad I got to experience that because we had like a Chinese church. Mm-hmm. I think we had a Russian too, if I'm not mistaken. And we had like an African. Yep. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I could relate a lot. Oh to my the, goodness. So when the African church started like singing and everything, I was like, oh feels like home <laughs> sings to your heart i love it yeah there was i remember you know just seeing the the way that different cultures you know worship the lord mm-hmm. um you know you've got the the chinese church who are very very buttoned up you know mm-hmm. and they've got they've got their uh like portfolios essentially mm-hmm. that they're singing from man and then the african churches just they are yes. here and they are ready to party yes i loved it oh it's so good um anyway that was a, that was an entire and there's an entire tangent. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> not nearly as much as tangents as Logan and I went on. Um, but this is what happens when I find out one of my friends is, my friends is trilingual. Trilingual, um, yes. <laughs> Okay, so having said all that, um, you had to go through the entire, the entire process as an international student. You have a sister who mm-hmm. is going through the entire process of that international applicant. So um, just for a few seconds or minutes, however long you need, Mm-hmm. Just speak to the the international applicants that we have. Just give them advice as someone who you know found out about the college, applied to the college, and is now at the college. Just give some advice. Okay. Um. So the number one advice I, w- I would give would be, do not. Um. Let's say, do not get lazy mm. and don't you know procrastinate because you never know. Because especially with my situation. I'm just like, if I didn't start early, I never would have got accepted on time. Mm. I never would have been able to come on time. So start the application process as soon as you can and get as many things out of the way as soon as you can. Because you never know what's going to happen. Because something could happen like COVID and then stuff shut down. But if you already have everything turned in, then it will be so much easier. Yeah. Um, Another advice would be... um, so just to like pre- mentally prepare yourself because you know moving from one culture to another could be kind of a shock for me it wasn't like i didn't have to really go through that because i've been coming to the u.s mm. ever since i was like four or five years okay. old and all, all, of, all of my family members live in the states and so i've been coming here for um for a long time and so i already knew what the culture was and you know and everything but as someone who is not used to it like mentally prepare yourself know that there are a lot of things that are not going to be the same as in your culture the Mm -hmm. food is not going to be the same people are not going to be the same i'm curious what was i mean you say that you've you've had plenty of experience with the states what is like if you could what's like one thing that just as far as culture goes Mm -hmm. culture shock what's like what's the weirdest thing about america I'm curious. Hmm. Ooh, the weirdest thing. I was just talking to my friends about that. Um, the way that the meals are set up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just I was just explaining to my friends. <laughs> like, um, back home we have we have like one of our big like we have a big meal as breakfast mm-hmm. and then lunch is like a super big meal and then 
we don't even call it dinner because it's just like you have like a snack <laughs> oh, be- really? before bed. Like we don't have like dinner. Like Interesting. You know. Yeah. So for here, it's like the opposite. Same time frames though? <laughs> um, Kind of. Well, for the dinner, like quotation of the dinner (laughs) like we don't really have a time it's just like you know whatever time like you know you want to eat because we don't have like a set dinner time but for like lunch it's always like from 12 to 1 Mm -hmm. just depends and then breakfast it would be like around like 7 8 just depends on like if you need to go to school work or anything so yeah that was like one of my biggest things and now i'm just i just kind of change and now i just I'm used to having, like, not having a big breakfast. Yeah. And fun fact, we have spaghetti for breakfast. Really? <laughs> Which is something I told my friends, and they're like, what? Are you crazy? Breakfast. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Man. Spaghetti for breakfast. <laughs> it <laughs> is the best thing ever because it fills you up until lunch. And so if you go to work or school, huh. then you're not hungry until, like, until yeah. lunchtime. You're not, like, you know. Would you, would you say that spaghetti over there is kind of like cereal for us in that way yeah it is interesting yeah, yeah. and the funny thing is like cereal for us is kind of like something we would have before we go to bed oh that's kind of like really? yeah yeah wow. <laughs> because by the time you have like you know you have a big breakfast you know big lunch by the time huh. it's like dinner time you're oh, not yeah. even you're not starving yeah. or anything so you just need like something just like interesting. something yeah <laughs> how cool and so that was like one of the biggest huh. things i'm just like oh man because when i come to the states usually because we would come my family and i would come every summer sure and so we always stayed like with family and stuff and so they always kept their culture and so they mm-hmm. still had you know the big breakfast and so um when i came here it's just like there are no haitians here and so no yeah. one's gonna do that <laughs> and so it was my first time really having to get used to that oh gracious <laughs> how interesting yeah <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah all right well i like i said i am learning so much right now yeah <laughs> Okay. Well, is there any other any other pieces of advice you wanted to toss at toss at people? Um, I would say the biggest advice would be trust God mm. and do not procrastinate. Yeah, which is one of the biggest things. Yeah. So trust God that He will work everything out, and you know you would get you will get because I know the application process can be long, mm-hmm. and so have a lo- have patience. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> have a lot of patience because it might you might yeah. start turning things and you're like oh i'm never gonna finish but trust me <laughs> that the letter of acceptance mm. i remember when i got that that was like the most satisfying thing ever i remember I t- sure. like i had a whole photo shoot like my mom was my photographer she was like yeah we're taking pictures yeah. and so <laughs> we had a whole photo shoot with my acceptance letter oh that's so good and so yeah that's like the most rewarding thing mm-hmm. and so have patience mm. yeah. that's true for you know well you know uh united states applicants as well but uh like I said, man, those those international applicants, those interna- international applications, there's a couple of extra weights on that yeah, sucker, so yeah. it's doubly true for them. So, <laughs> All right, well, Angie, that is, uh, can you believe it, 25 minutes have wow. already gone by. Wow. So, um, all right, well, uh, Angie, thank you for, for dropping in and being our inaugural student uh, interviewee. <laughs> I muddled through that as best I could. So, uh, that works. All right, dudes. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for, for dropping in as always. Um, uh, we, we look forward to having you next week. I think next week we are having, uh, Mr. Faber back on. Mm -hmm. Um, so come back and enjoy that with us. So, Hey, uh, hope you have a good rest of your week and we will hear from you next time. Bye.